Hello, everybody. Welcome to Inspiration for Your Day. I really hope you're feeling well and you're very happy to be able to be here to rejoice and celebrate this new day with us. But first, we've got to let Jerron Nurse get us going. And I'm a Christian boy, oh Lord, oh Lord. Nothing wrong with dancing, but I owe culture. No way rotating, no. Don't let the devil tempt you. Christian from the Caribbean, and music is a part of we life. Yeah, we dance and we flag, but we represent Jesus Christ. Can't promote no rebellion, cause the Bible don't tell me them thing is sin. Used to do them thing before, but Jesus lets me from deep within. So no more partying, no. Christian by Jerron Nurse, getting us started there. Always the best way to start your day is uh, singing and dancing and praising the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are your hosts, Nicole Georges Bennett. And I am Sam Judge. Good morning, everyone. Good day. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, obviously, I can't complain. I can probably find something <laughs> to complain about, 
but I will not. <laughs> I think that's that's a good attitude to have, and as you always tell me, nobody's gonna listen anyway. So. That's right. That's right. So, um, you know, uh, well, nobody but Yahweh, I should say, is the there one only one listen to our complaints and well, deals right. with it in his timing. So, but happy to be here. Happy to be back for a sec for the second episode of the return of inspiration <laughs> for your day. So I, that, that's what I, I'm calling it because we've been here before instead of going over the long hallelujah as to why we are not, why we are back and all of that. We'll just say this is the return of inspiration for your day and hopefully we can inspire you to not complain. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, folks, in case you are interested in the rejuvenation of the program, please do tune into the podcast. We will have the podcast up on the life101radio.net site, and you'll be able to catch up on all of our news and um, move forward with us. And especially if this particular time slot doesn't work for your schedule, please feel free to um, look up the podcast and enjoy the show whenever you've got the time. So we do have a packed program for you today, so we need to get started. Our focus is on Black History Month, February, of course, is Black History Month. And we're looking at it in the context of the growth of the Black Christian Church in Africa and North America. So I have some fascinating facts to share with you later on on the show. And of course, we have a great lineup of Caribbean gospel music, um, uh, gospel worship music, if you will. Um, you know, so, you know, a little soca, a little, a little uh, reggae, Latin, French music, you name it. And this will be throughout inspiration for your day as long as we are here taping this podcast. So you may not get everything you want today and on the next episode, but, you know, we, we'll, we're coming to it. And, uh, and so we'll have different artists, some maybe covers of traditional songs as well. Um, but of course, we first need to dedicate our time to the Lord and before we do anything. So let's take a moment as to, to welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit um, to be, you know, wherever you are today. Thank you, Sam. So let's just uh, have a moment of reflection here. If you are able to, please close your eyes just so that we can focus on the Lord. Dear Lord, we exalt your name and we pray that in everything we do, you would be glorified. Please bless all of us. And I pray this program will touch hearts and impact souls for you. Watch over us and protect us, we pray. And we thank you, Lord, for your grace, your favor, your love and your mercy. And we pray that your will will be done in our lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Today's devotion is by Dr. Charles Stanley of In Touch Ministries and is based on Matthew 7 verses 13 to 14. The broad path is easy to find. In fact, unless you make a conscious choice to avoid it, that's where you'll find yourself walking. Most people find this road because it's comfortable, fairly easy, and culturally acceptable. What those who travel the broad road fail to realize is that it doesn't lead to life. All the promises it gives of satisfaction and fulfillment end in disappointment. 
because it's a path without God. The narrow way, however, follows the direction and desires of the Father. In Matthew 7:14, when Jesus Christ talked about our options, he said, The way is narrow that leads to life. And what's the narrow way? It's the way and the truth and the life. In other words, Jesus himself said, Those who enter the narrow gate of faith in Christ find the peace and joy of a relationship with him, which truly satisfies the heart. Which path would you say you are traveling today? The narrow way isn't always easy, but it's where we'll find fullness of joy, peace, and righteousness. And if we choose Jesus, he promises to be with us throughout eternity. I come just now to say thank you, O King. You're not just a part of my life, but my everything. Your love reaches way down deep within, passes human understanding. There will always be a song for you, I sing. One word alone just can't express my heart's desire. Gratitude for one more day, my needs supply. Your warm embrace and tenderness. Patient with me through all my mess. I come to one conclusion. You are the best.
feels like to lose everything, feeling a life of hopelessness? Are you determined and ready to rebuild your life but do not know where to start? Dr. Sylvia Shipman is a life recovery coach and counselor and minister with successful years of experience helping others activate the power of God within them. With her enlightenment and guidance, you will be able to overcome the grip of addiction like never before and begin to reshape your mind and transform your life. For your one-on-one -on -one consultation, please visit her website, DrSiviaShipman.com. You can also find her on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. With your ongoing contributions, this ministry will be able to reach many who are now suffering. Please become a partner with us, changing and shaping lives one mind at a time. This is your jubilee into your new destiny. Visit her today. All right. I hope you enjoyed that one there by the man, Jumin Edwards. This one he called Hallelujah. And um, I want to send a special shout out to you if you are celebrating a birthday today or if it's your wedding anniversary, happy anniversary to you if you're celebrating. Whatever the, it is that you are celebrating to you and your loved one, um, enjoy your celebration. And just so, you know, we want to, I, I actually have a special song that I want to play for you. This one is also by the man Jumin Edwards. Uh, you've probably heard it before, but it's a quite popular one these days. All right, here is the man Jumin Edwards. Part of my body was in place Many people died and never saw this day So another day I live, I appreciate Don't ever wanna act too high and mighty Cause tomorrow I can fall down on my face So in everything, Lord, I give you praise And that puts a smile on my face Lord, I thank you for sunshine Let us unite, we got one life. 
It's a beautiful day by the man Jermaine Edwards. If you haven't heard that one before, you should go look up Jermaine Edwards. Just do the just do the Google thing and look up Jermaine Edwards. I'm pretty sure this song will be listed at the very top. All right, so Nicole, uh, welcome back. What is in the news? Well, as you know, Sam, it is Black History Month, the month of February, and I did promise at the top of the hour that we would share some history of the role of the church in the lives of Black Christians and, of course, in North America, what that means within the context of slavery. So slaves frequently were moved to hold their own religious meetings out of disgust for the uh, sort of abbreviated gospel preached by their master's preachers. One slave in her account, Lucretia Alexander, explained what slaves did when they grew tired of the white folks preacher. So please pardon my accent here. The preacher came and he'd just say, serve your masters. Don't steal your master's turkey. Don't steal your master's chickens. Don't steal your master's hogs. Don't steal your master's meat. Do whatsoever your master tells you to do. Same old preaching all the time. Sometimes the slaves would want a real meeting with some real preaching. They used to sing their songs in a whisper and pray in a whisper. Slaves, of course, faced severe punishment if caught attending these secret prayer meetings. Moses Grandy reported that his brother-in-law Isaac, a slave preacher, was flogged 
and his back pickled for preaching at a clandestine service in the woods. His listeners were flogged also and forced to tell who else was there. So slaves devised several techniques to avoid detection of their meetings. One practice was to meet in secluded places, woods, gullies, ravines, and thickets, aptly called hush harbors. Calvin Woods, another slave, remembered preaching to other slaves and singing and praying while huddled behind quilts and rags, which had been thoroughly wetted to keep the sound of their voices from penetrating the air and then hung up in the form of a little room or a tabernacle, sort of like a tent. Now on one Louisiana plantation, when the slaves would steal away into the woods at night and hold services, they would form a circle on their knees around a speaker who would also be on his knees and he would bend forward and speak into or over a vessel of water to drown the sound. If anyone became animated and cried out, the others would quickly stop the noise by placing their hand over the offender's mouth. A description of a secret prayer meeting was recorded by Peter Randolph, who was a slave in Prince George County, Virginia, until he was freed in 1847. The slave forgets all his sufferings, except to remind others of the trials during the past week, exclaiming, thank God, I shall not live here for always. Then they pass from one to another, shaking hands, and bidding each other farewell. And as they separate, they sing a parting hymn of praise. As you can imagine, some masters did not allow their slaves to go to church and ridiculed the notion of religion for slaves because they refused to believe that Negroes had souls. Others forbade their slaves to attend church because as an ex-slave explained, white folks afraid the Negroes get to thinking they was free if they had churches and things. One such slave preacher was George Lyle, who was born in 1750. He was later emancipated and he became the founding pastor of First Bryan Baptist Church and First African Baptist Church in Savannah, Georgia. His master, Henry Sharp, was a deacon and encouraged Lyle in his preaching to other slaves. Lyle was later freed by Sharp before the American Re Revolution began. Lyle was then licensed to preach by Baptists in Georgia in 1773 the first African-American to be so. Lyle later became one of the first Baptist missionaries serving in Jamaica and founding the Ethiopian Baptist Church of Jamaica. He preached at the race course at Kingston, the capital, where the novelty of a black itinerant ex-slave preacher attracted considerable attention. Lyle was soon able to gather a congregation and purchase a piece of land about a mile from Kingston where he gradually built a chapel. The conversion efforts of early black preachers met fierce resistance from the white Jamaican planter class and slave owners who had great influence in the House of Assembly of Jamaica and had provided adequately for their own spiritual needs with the Anglican church. They opposed both education and congregational governance ideas of the Baptists from being introduced amongst their slaves. So in 1792, Lyle penned the church covenant which served a dual purpose for the Ethiopian Baptists of Jamaica. First, it was a shared teaching tool to instruct Baptists about commonly shared principles from the scriptures. And secondly, it gave great comfort to slaveholders, enduring that their slaves would be law abiding. The church covenant was shown to members of the legislature, the magistrates and justices to secure their approval that they might get their slaves permission to become members of the congregation. 
Now, to go back to the beginning of the Afro introduction to Christianity, we're going to go all the way back to Africa. Christianity in Africa first arrived in Egypt in approximately 50 AD. In the fourth century, the Aksumite Empire, or the Kingdom of Aksum, in modern-day Ethiopia and Eritrea, became one of the first regions in the world to adopt Christianity as their official religion. The Nubian kingdoms followed two centuries later, and important Africans who infl influenced the early development of Christianity included the very famous St. Augustine of Hippo. The Ethiopian Empire was the only region of Africa to survive as a Christian state after the expansion of Islam. The Ethiopian church held its own distinct religious customs and a unique canon of the Bible. Therefore, the Ethiopian church community is globally unique in that it wasn't Christianized through European missionaries, but is highly independent and itself spread missionaries throughout the rest of Africa prior to European Christians' contact with the continent. So Sam, you know, I have heard many, many times the argument that Christianity is a quote unquote white man's religion, which was imposed on blacks who were forced to give up their original belief systems. And yet we can see here that the first Christian church, first African Christian church was formed long before white missionaries came to Africa. Wow, Nicole, um, what you read there, that is just quite, quite fascinating. Uh, you know, it's interesting um, that those who, who believe and follow Yahweh um, weren't actually called Christians until, uh, until the gospel came to Antioch. Or, well, I, I would read, all, read it, but if you go to Acts 11, 19, and you read through 19 through 26, you will see where the term Christian really came from. Uh, so my point here is this, uh, uh, humanity began in Africa. Some African countries believed in Yahweh, some did not. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so that's why the disciples uh, and Yahshua or Yahweh went around preaching and teaching uh, so, you know, we can go into the whole historical debate as to how and when things got distorted, changed, and confused, and, 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 and that sort of thing. But th that's really a topic for another day. Now, you read that also uh, the, 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 the slaves were tired of the, of the, the, the <laughs> preaching from, from this white man about don't steal this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do this or that to your master. Everything was to your master. That's right. Now, um, and, and, and to this day, the preaching is still practically the same thing. Uh, it doesn't say don't obey your master, but it, they, they preach the same sermons over and over. Every church I've ever visited has preached practically the same sermons over and over from the same books. And, and barely expand on to as to you know how, as to the, the the whole thing the whole concept of serving God it's always the same things so you know I'll just say um, you know that now uh, as you say people have been arguing well this isn't African religion and blah blah blah. But the thing about it is, we as humans, we have to stop confusing religion with spirituality. 
those are different things. Religion was created by man as it's like a university. It's like universities and schools. Man created these things to educate or quote-unquote educate, if you will, or indoctrinate, depending on your belief system. So, so we have to stop confusing, confusing religion and spirituality. Those are separate things. Right? Uh, so, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no. So that, that, that was pretty much pretty much what I will say about that for now. And when you know last week I did say, or last episode, I did say that I, I prefer to say use the term saved or uh, uh or having a relationship with Yahweh because the the term Christian can bring up so many negative feelings in people. You don't necessarily want to want to um because as soon as you mention that they automatically the mind automatically goes to the religion rather than what it truly represents which is the relationship that we have with the one and only creator right uh because uh, uh what's his name hinduism or any one of these other religions do not have the same type of relationship or they do not describe the same thing. They talk about everything else, but the creator or but Yahweh. So that's why I don't really like to use that term. Although there's one line in the Bible where it says that you should you should be proud. Mm-hmm. But it's not that I am not proud to be a follower of Yahweh. It's just that I don't like the word. Because, you know, when you want to approach someone and you want to talk to them about it, if you begin with that, the person has already locked their mind. They're not going to hear anything else you want to say, especially if the, that person already has negative feelings or negative uh, ideas yeah. about the creator. So in order to avoid that, and I take that from, do you remember when uh, Christ was asked or Jesus was asked, so if meat was offered to idols, is it okay to eat that meat? Right? Yes, I uh, and Jesus' response was, well, first of all, the meat hasn't committed any crime. Essentially, I'm paraphrasing. But if eating the meat is going to cause your brother to stumble, then don't eat it. Right. right. right? So that's the way I see it. So, and I, I may be wrong. Some Christians listening may say, well, that doesn't make sense. But that's just the way I see it, that we have to protect we have to protect the word in terms of when we have when we attempt to speak to people about the creator we have to sort of start you know with the niceties <laughs> of it you know the purpose rather than giving it a label that most in the world have already put a negative sign in front of it so they do not lock their minds that's what i think about it so as you say, it is very important that we we stand up for Christ, that we and that we identify with Him. But uh, sometimes it's as simple as saying, "I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a born again believer." Mm-hmm. If you really don't want to, as you say, attach that label, put that label out there first, and then meet up with this person's preconceptions of what a Christian mm-hmm. is or or is not. But at the end of the day, as long as the person you're speaking to and you're trying to win to Christ understands the gospel 
and that yeah. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, mm-hmm. right? How you choose to share that is um, based off of the Holy Spirit moving within you. So if you are talking to someone, maybe you're, you've got one of these people who believe that Christianity is a white man's religion or a European religion, and that African religions have taken, you know, have suffered um, because of slavery and because of this imposition of Christianity on black people. And they already have, as Sam said, these preconceptions of what Christians are and are not, then I would suggest that you pray before you actually approach them and ask the Holy Spirit to give you the right words in the right season, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's not your words that are going to move that person. It is the Holy Spirit convicting them, right? But using you as that vessel to, to, to share the word. And it can be just sharing your own experience. You don't have to hit them over the head with the Bible. You, should, you tell them about what God has done in your life. Right. Your story is, is really what impacts them. So well, we can uh, go on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, indeed we can. And we are not called to beat people over the head. Um, we are called to plant the seed. You know, the Bible says that, you know, when the farmer um, scatters the seeds, some will fall on fertile ground, some will fall, um, fall among the thorns, some seeds will fall among, you know, uh, the rough areas and, and it, they may not grow, but some will, some will catch. And, and then, uh, as always, my thing is to encourage people to read the Bible for themselves. If you Amen. don't do it, because the, the truth is, right, you can sit there and say, well, the Bible is not real or the Bible was fabricated or whatever, whatever. But in my experience, everyone I've ever spoken to, the people who say that are usually the ones who have never actually spent time studying and spent time reading it. Absolutely. They just, they just go with what their friends say or what someone else said. Mm-hmm. They hear one line somewhere and they yeah, like that. Exactly. And, and it, it's like in a court of law, you can't use hearsay to justify anything. If you're right. in a witness stand, you can't use what someone else said if that person is not there to defend themselves or, or verify what you're saying. So you can't use hearsay. So in much the same way, we should apply it to the word. Do not use hearsay to justify your disinterest in knowing what the creator wants us to know. And obviously they say, well, they took this out and they took that out. That may be true, but not everything needed to be in there. But everything we need for life is in there. Right. You know, so yeah, like you say, we will go on for the rest of the week (laughs) if we have to, if we have to continue. So So we've got some more great music coming up for you, but first, just want to let you know that the Lakeside Church invites you to tune in Sundays for a live service at 10.30 a.m. on the Lakeside Church website. That's thelakesidechurch.ca and the Lakeside Church Toronto on Facebook. All right, Sam, let's get some more music going. All right, here we go. Here's this one here, Two Man Army. This one there by the man, Positive. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to Inspiration for Your Day right here on Life 101radio.net. Oh, and also, I am so sorry. We completely forgot to acknowledge our friends over um, in St. Kitts listening via Royal Central Praise Live or royalcentralpraiselive.com. 
so thank you to the man Leroy Wicks for carrying this program here um, as well. So keep it locked right here. Like I said, this one here by the man Positive, Two Man Army.
All right, folks. Yes, that is our show for today. Um, uh, let me just say that I hope you enjoyed the music. Actually, we did not get to play all of the music that we intended to play for you today. Um, I know, you know, we kind of had the the men, <laughs> you know, the gentlemen were at the top of the list, but that's not how it was set up. We just didn't get to play all of it, all of it. Uh, we have the ladies in the list. So maybe what we will do is we will alternate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll do better. Pro we, we will do better, ladies. Yeah. Don't worry. I've we'll, got you. Don't worry. We got the ladies. We got the ladies. We just didn't get to play everything that we wanted to play for you today. It's just that I, I think that the uh, what Nicole um, presented on Black history and the church was just such so tremendous, um, such great information. Um, uh, it, so the information is out there. She found yeah. it, so you can find it too. You do not have to take anyone else's word for it uh you I know i just want to uh, quickly jump in here and say that actually um some of the information was off of wikipedia but um other sources as well online there are many many uh websites out there dedicated to black history month and black history in terms of um, innovators creatives as well as people who have made significant contributions to black legacy so mm -hmm. it's definitely out there online simple google search will get you started yeah and, and you know one of the things that i i did want to mention when we were talking about the church and its history as to uh you know a lot of people like to say well jesus didn't exist but i can tell you that there are many non-biblical and secular sources who have verified his existence. Um, one of the most popular ones is Josephus, is one. Um, that's one that's talked about a lot. Uh, but there are others. Um, Talmud, uh, Finley the Young, there are quite a few. So you can, all of that, you can look up for yourself. I was going to say that, you know, when it comes to vaccines and everything, everyone talks about doing their own research. <laughs> yep. Can you imagine? But when it comes to the word of God, they do not feel it necessary to do their own research. So this is where I'd encourage you to do your own research. And of course, we leave, it, we leave that there and until we meet again for another uh, topic with more topics of interest. We hope that we inspire you to do better, to live better. When I say do better, I mean take care of yourselves. Uh, do not worry or try not to worry because each day has worries of its own. Worrying cannot add any inches to your height. <laughs> All it will do is shrink you <laughs> and make you miserable and tired. So, you know, of course, these things are easy to say and they are very difficult to do, but that's how I try to live. I try not to worry no matter what is going on. Uh, I focus on Yahweh and, and look to him to help me through whatever it is that is going on. And we are all here. We are humans. So we, things will always come up. Things will always change. There will always be something for us to worry about. But as he said in his word, look at the birds of the air. They don't grow anything. They don't plant. They don't, they are not farmers. They don't do anything yet. They eat every day. So we have to see the same the same possibilities in our lives and all of that is granted for Yari. As long as we are above the ground where there's life, there's always hope. So again, folks, 
Um, have yourselves a wonderful rest of the week. We hope inspiration for your day helps you throughout the week as we go along. If you need to reach us or you want us to send greetings to you or your loved one, and, um, just let us know. Or if you want to just let us know that you enjoyed us. So if you have issues with us, for whatever reason, also let us know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got to take the good criticism with the bad criticism anyway. Absolutely. Right? Write in, folks. So let us know what you think. Let us know. Um, you can reach us on the Facebook page. Go to Facebook and look for either TDN Radio or Life 101 Radio. Uh, we would prefer you communicate with, for this show. We prefer you do that on the Life 101 Radio those Facebook page, of course, but TDN Radio is okay. That's that's our sister station. And you can also send us an email to programming at life101radio.net or info at tdnradio.net. And on a program, another programming note, Inspiration for Your Day will be aired bi-weekly. So our next episode will air Monday, March 6th. Nicole? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the show today and that you found it educational as well. I hope that the program lifted your heart, put a smile on your face, and a sense of renewed hope in your heart. You've been listening to Inspiration for Your Day. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and God bless you. We're out. Don't give up.